Welcome to the Mommy Oyoyo podcast. Mommy Oyoyo is a platform for the modern African woman to talk about anything and everything related to motherhood in today's world. Join me, Barry Dakara, as we tackle the good, the bad, the ugly, the highs, the lows, the wins, the losses, and everything else in between. Mommy Oyoyo is your plug for real life just and experiences about being a mother, African style. Hello everyone and welcome to this episode of the Mommy Oyoyo podcast. As usual, it's me, your girl, Barry Dakara, and I'm very happy to present this episode to you. This is number 74 and today's episode is going to cover how to raise grateful children. Yep. How do we raise grateful children? Um, so this is January, 2023, and we are just coming off of the holiday season, which is usually a lot of fun. And like the kids always excited about the kind of gifts that they're going to get and writing letters to Santa, or if you don't believe in Santa, or if you don't teach your children about Santa, just getting gifts, period. Like you guys get the point. Um, so they're excited about getting gifts and everything and, you kind of wonder at the end of the day, are these children even grateful for the things that they have, right? Um, so I wanted to talk about just how do we raise grateful children today? Um, this is coming off of an experience that I had with my daughter, Coco, who you guys know. She's five and a half now. And she got lots and lots and lots of presents, lots more presents than I really anticipated, um, which of course made her a very happy child. But I started getting the sense of entitlement. And I think that I can say most of us can agree that in this day and age, there is an air or a sense of entitlement um, not just from children generally, but even just society. If you look at what people say about millennials quite a bit, of which I am one, I'm a geriatric millennial. <laughs> but if you look at just the overall sense of life these days, it just seems like a lot more people will feel entitled to having things. You have songs that perpetrate the idea of, oh, if I, if I want this, then I want to have it like now, like I must get it right now. Right. And so I had this experience with Coco in the past week or so where honestly, I felt very disappointed by her actions. I'm not going to go into the details, but I felt very disappointed. And I just thought like, you know, this child lives with me. I'm the one that's raising her. I'm not an entitled person. I don't believe so. So where is she getting this from? Like, have I dropped the ball? And, you know, yes, um, I, I give myself grace. Yes, I don't. I try not to like think, oh, well, it's me. Oh, I'm such a bad mother. Oh, I'm such a bad parent. You know, if she does something here and there. Um, but there is still this sense of, oh gosh, where have I gone wrong? Right? Um, I know that at least back in the day when you're growing up with your own parents, 
they're always, they would always be quick to tell you about, oh, you know, when I was a child, you know, I used to go and fetch water. You are not even happy now that you can just open the tap and there's water, there's hot water, there's cold water. You know, I had to walk in the village to the stream to go and collect water, right? Um, or they'll tell you how, ah, you're not even happy so that we have car to be taking you to school or to take you to this place or that place. Do you know that when I was a child, I used to trek. We used to trek for a long, long time. Like it almost seems like all our parents trekked everywhere and always fetched water and everything. But you know, the whole point of them telling stories like that or telling stories like these was to kind of help you see that um, you should be grateful for the things that you have in life. I think that uh, a lot of our parents, you know, having grown up in maybe harder times or poorer times have worked or they worked very, very hard to ensure that their children didn't have to go through what they did. And I think that a lot of parents, period, no matter what the age or era is, I think that we're all trying to give our children better lives than we had. We're trying to give them more opportunities than we had, just because I think that's what parents do, right? Um, I think that parents just try to give their children a little bit more of a privileged life than they grew up with. But then I think that that's a good thing to do. But then how do you balance it so that the children end up feeling grateful and not entitled? And so that's what I want to talk about today. I did a little bit of research. And first of all, let's talk about some of the benefits of gratitude. Um, when people are or have a grateful heart or a grateful um, I guess, outlook in life. They're generally happier. They have a happier outlook in life. They're more positive. Their overall well-being is just more positive. And that's because they understand that not everything, like they can't have everything they want whenever they want all the time, right? So they're kind of Content. I think contentment is what I'm looking for. They're generally more content in life. That doesn't mean that they don't want. It doesn't mean that they don't have ambitions. It doesn't mean that they don't, you know, seek more for themselves. But they are content in where they are, right? I think that um, another benefit of gratitude is that, you know, you raise people or you raise children who become grown-ups who are less materialistic. They have less of an entitlement. And I feel like I, I need to explain what the entitlement is a little bit. Um, it's this feeling that you are owed something, right? Um, I can give an example. For us, even as adults, right? Sometimes I think that sometimes we can even feel entitled to our parents giving us this or that. I, I remember a conversation I had with someone who I won't mention who um, a few years ago said to me that, why don't I talk to my dad about giving me one of his houses? And after all, he's my father and I'm his first daughter, so I should be able to tell my dad to give me a house. I'm like, excuse me, 
where do you get off being entitled to my father's house? I don't feel entitled to having any of my father's properties or his money or whatever. I don't feel entitled to any of that. It's like, it's his property. It's his assets. He can do with it what he chooses or what he pleases to do. It's not my, um, it's not his, he, he must not give it to me. Right. And I remember just in that moment feeling very, very upset and feeling very, very angry at that person. Like, how do you get off feeling so entitled about somebody else's, um, somebody else's things? Right. Um, I think that because I have more of, and I'm not trying to toot my horn or anything, but I do feel that I am more of a grateful kind of person because, um, even though, I have had, I had a very privileged childhood, very, very privileged childhood. You know, I was able to travel out of the country, go on vacations and, you know, we had help at home. My parents had domestic staff and all of that. Yes, I grew up very um, privileged, but I think that I understand that all of those things were bonus. All of those things were extras. And so I'm not a very materialistic person. And I think that instilling a sense of gratitude in your children will help them become less materialistic in life and have um, less of a feeling of entitlement. They'll be grateful for what they do have, not feeling like you owe them this or that. Um, another benefit of gratitude is that I think that you, like our, your children will become adults who can handle hard times a little bit easier, right? Because they are content with what they have when things happen. I mean, look at the economy. Everyone's talking about maybe a recession coming up or a slow session that I've seen on, I think it was CNN or something. But, you know, life kind of is in cycles. So there are good times and then there are harder times, right? There are tougher times. If you have a general outlook of gratitude, you'll be happy for what you have. Again, it goes back to being content. And I think that you'll be able to understand that, you know, this is just for a season. You're able to handle and manage your things a little bit better for this tough time. And um, I think it makes you just more resilient. Um, another benefit of gratitude is just, I think, learning to be patient because again, there is this sense now of, I want this and I want it now. Whereas if you have a grateful outlook, you understand that you don't have to have everything immediately. You might not even have to have any, everything period. Right. And that teaches you patience. I think it teaches you that you can wait a little bit of time before getting some things. Good things come to those who wait, as they say, right? So now that I've talked about some of the benefits of gratitude, let's talk about some of the things that you can do that we can do as parents to help teach our children to be grateful. The first one I would say is leading by example. You yourself, remember that you are your children's first teacher. You are the one that is um, their steward. 
You're the one that's their guardian. You're the one that's been put in charge of them. These children are yours, given to you. And it is your responsibility to teach them by example. Children will, um, they will emulate what they see. They will copy what they see. And if you live a life of gratitude, do you say thank you to people around you? Do you say thank you to your child even when they do something or give you something? Um, then it will be easier for them to see, well, you know, my mom always says thank you. My dad always says thank you. Even when it's big things or little things, they will learn from you. So you have to lead by example and live a grateful lifestyle. Another thing that you can do is talk to your children about needs versus wants. I will tell you that I learned the hard way about needs versus wants <laughs> when I first um, moved back to the U.S. from Nigeria. This was in 2016. Between 2016 and uh, I think I want to say for or a few years, maybe four years or so, things were really, really tough for me. You guys know that I'm a single mom. And in the first, I want to say, two years of my daughter's life, I wasn't getting any financial support from her dad, like next to nothing, zero, right? And I wasn't earning a good enough salary. Um, as someone in my family who would point out, like, you know, you're living like on the poverty line, right? You're living on like below the poverty line, which, okay, yes, I know. Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> but in that period, it was very, very necessary for me to understand what my needs were and what my wants were because the little income that I was getting had to go towards my needs. And in fact, even if I, even though I saved money, lots of times what I earned was smaller than what I was spending on necessary expenses like medical debts, and a car loan and just general bills that were necessary to pay. If I had $20 a month to spend on myself, that was a very, very good month. And from there, you know, I just had to learn and distinguish between what my needs and my wants were. You can talk to your children about what needs are and what wants are. You can speak to them at their level if they're, you know, I think obviously babies and like toddlers will not really understand, but try to speak to your child on their level so that they can get or grasp what you're trying to say. I think that as parents, like I was trying to say much earlier, as parents, we are supposed to provide the basic needs of our children. So things like shelter, um, food, um, education, things like that. That is what we're supposed to do. Anything outside of that, anything more than that, those are wants. And you should be able to tell your children to say, you know what, these toys that you have, those are wants. Um, subscribing to Netflix or Disney Plus, those are wants. You say you want to have the new Nike shoes or whatever the designer things are. Those are wants. Those are not 
need. You want to go on this vacation to here and there. Those are wants. Those are not needs. So help them understand that anything that is above what the needs are, that's extra. And they need to be grateful for the extra because they don't, they don't need it. Even the needs they should be grateful for because some people don't even have some of the basic needs that they have, right? Um, another thing that you can do, you know, to help your children learn how to be grateful is read books and watch TV shows that talk about thankfulness and gratitude. All you need to do is go to the library or go on Amazon or whatever and, or go on YouTube and Google thankfulness or Google or, um, or I say Google or search, search thankfulness or search gratitude. There are tons and tons and tons of books on gratitude. There are even tons of books on raising grateful children. So maybe check out one of those. There are books about being thankful for children. Check out some of those. You can go on YouTube, like I said, or YouTube Kids, and search for those terms. And, you know, there will be... There, there's lots and lots of information out there that you can share with your children and have it, have it be a family conversation, okay? So that's one of the things that you can do. Another thing you can do is um, practice daily gratitude, and you can do that in different ways. For instance, you can have a gratitude jar. What's a gratitude jar? Is um, a jar where you you write down on pieces of paper what you're grateful for each day and put it inside the jar. And maybe at the end of the month or at the end of a quarter or end of half or end of the half of the year or end of the year, you can pull those out to see some of the things that you've been grateful for throughout the year. Um, you can also have a gratitude journal where you write out the things that you're grateful for each day. I know that there are gratitude journals for children because I've seen them on Amazon as well. Um, you can also... Talk about the things that you're grateful for, whether you do that at dinner time. So, hey, what were you thankful for today? Like, say one or two things. Um, and at bedtime, when you're praying with your children, hey, let's thank God for this or thank, like, what are you thankful to God today for? So, I think talking about what you're grateful for on a daily basis helps children see that, you know, these are the things that I should, like, just to have an attitude of gratitude, right? Um, another thing that you can do to help teach your children gratitude is delayed gratification. Like I've said a couple of times now, this day and age is all about how quickly can I get this? How quickly can I get that? I remember Coco was singing this song the other day. I see it. I want it. I want it. I like it. I see. I don't even know the words. <laughs> I don't even know the words, but I was very, very surprised. Like, wait, hang on. Where did you learn that song? Because even I don't know it. And uh, she had learned it from uh, one of our neighbor's kids or something. Because I've only seen it on social media. But I think the premise is, oh, if I see something and I want it, I like it, I get it like now. You need to teach your children delayed gratification, which also ties into patience, right? Life doesn't work in the way of if I see something now that I want, then I get it immediately. Life don't work like that. It doesn't. It is your job as parents to teach a child that, no, you need to wait. 
Um, sometimes it might be a case of, well, we need to save money to buy this thing or to go to this place or whatever. Or if just a simple, you know what? No, you just can't have that now. And explain to them why they can't have it now. Um, they may or may not understand why they cannot have it now, but we really need to teach our children patience, right? And that helps them learn to be grateful. Um, I think another thing you can do to teach your children gratitude is talk to them about feelings. My daughter is always drawing pictures of both of us. Um, it's something that she loves to do. Like she's making little gifts for me, you know, with her, she's very crafty with her hands. Right. And an example of, you know, teaching them about feelings is like, if I talk to her and say, well, what if you gave me a drawing and I just took it and I didn't say, thank you. Would, how, how would that make you feel? Right. You want your children to be empathetic and to understand that, well, if I don't show appreciation for something that was given to me, then they are going to feel bad. I think that most children will get that. So try to instill in them, you know, thinking about others, thinking about how they might feel if they don't get some appreciation. While at the same time, while at the same time, you know, there also needs to be some boundaries because you know that um, people who have bad intentions towards children will try and use something. So you want to teach them, you know, boundaries, balance, but also um, thanking others and putting others' feelings into consideration. Um, another way that you can teach your children to be grateful is through service, through volunteering. Um, I have a plan to take Coco on some volunteering opportunities that I have this year, just so she can see that, you know, there are others out there who don't have as much as you do. And, um, it's a good way to, you know, it's a good way to, to show, to, to help others. It's a good way to give back. Um, I think one, yeah, one way of showing gratitude is being able to give back, being able to share your resources or share your time um, or share your service, share your skills. Um, showing them that, you know, you, can, you should be able to give to others and not focus on yourself so much, right? I think that that's one way. And then for my last point, I'm kind of iffy about it because I wanted to say, so at this point, I wanted to say that you should not compare your children with others because, but I think this one is um, just kind of a little bit dicey. So you kind of have to figure out how to um, balance it out. It's very easy to say, you know what? You're here complaining about this toy or that toy or you don't have this other one or you don't have that one. Don't you know that there are other children that don't have any toys at all? Don't you know that there are any children that don't have food? Don't you know there are other children that don't have blankets? Which, yes, I get why parents do that. But at the same time, I'm the same kind of person that would be like, well, okay, but why are you only comparing me to people that don't have as much? What about the people that have way more than have? 
why is comparison always to the people that don't have as much? Because, yeah, if your child is uh, a little bit more intelligent and sassy, they might be like, well, my friend has 25 dolls. Why aren't you comparing me to them? <laughs> right? Why are you comparing me to my friend that doesn't have any dolls or my friend travels first class why aren't you comparing me to those people since you're looking to do the comparison game right so that's why i say on this point i'm a little bit like eh, should we should we not i don't know um i think that there's a way that you can present it so that your children learn a little bit about gratitude so that is the end of my little spiel. I hope that you have enjoyed this episode and I hope that some of it resonates with you. I know that not everyone um, might agree with every single thing, but that's fine. We're all different and our family situations are different, right? But um, thank you very much for listening. And just hold on for one quick second while I come back and tell you which episodes you might be interested in if you enjoyed this one. So thank you so much for listening to the episode. I think that if you enjoyed listening to this episode about raising grateful children, you might enjoy episode two where I talked about children's birthday parties. I think I remember some of what was discussed there. Um, I think having like huge birthday parties versus smaller ones. But um, I think that that's an episode that you might be interested in. Um, you might also be interested in episode four where I talked about discipline and how early it is too early to start disciplining your children. I think another episode that you might be interested in would be episode 15 where I talked about your child is spoiled. I know that we are all trying to raise children that aren't spoiled in life. And I think that gratitude ties into that. So check out that episode. Okay, so yeah, those are the episodes that I think you'll be interested in if you enjoyed this one. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, please, please, please share the episode with people that you know. Share it on your Instagram stories, on your WhatsApp statuses, on Facebook, Twitter, whatever have you, even in person. Um, I'm very grateful to all of you for listening and I will catch you on the next episode. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Mommy Oyoyo podcast. Real conversations about motherhood for the modern African woman. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please subscribe to Mommy Oyoyo on your preferred podcast player, share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To keep up and join our conversations online, you can follow on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Mommy Oyoyo. Also check out our website at www.mommyoyoyo.com and feel free to send feedback via email to mommyoyoyo at gmail.com. Thanks again and I'll catch you next time.